This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Woody. I am Sarah. And this is your AEW Dynamite review for December 29th, 2021. Uh, the year's almost over. And yes. Uh, the run of Dynamite on TNT is over now. Uh, it is. The, the end of an era that will debut on TBS coming up January 5th. Uh, so this was the, the New Year's Smash Another special edition of Dynamite, and it was a fun one, uh, mm-hmm. a fun one to end the the end the year on for for Dynamite. We still have Rampage uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, yes, so that will officially be the last show of the year for Aiden. But before we get into this show, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content: our Dynamite Rampage reviews, Q and A's, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and reviews of pay per views. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow the t- channel at Beauty X the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can, and please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. And if you like the show, give us a five star review on iTunes, please. So, Sarah, uh, y'all, are you ready to talk some? New Year's Smash. Um, yes, let's go. All right. I was wondering for just a second. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> well, today. The, the one day that I'll go, nah, you're all right. Yeah. Okay, fine. Talk to you later. <laughs> I no longer like wrestling. What? <laughs> you suck. <Right. laughs> so, this show, this opening match did not suck. Oh, my it, goodness. This was insane. A high energy opener. It was Jurassic Express and Christian teaming with the Lucha Brothers to take on Matt Hardy, Private Party, and FTR. And it was um, FTR picking up the win for their team with the big rig on Christian. Uh, But that was Mm. because of a little dissension between Christian specifically and the AEW Tag Team Champions, the Lucha Brothers. They were not really... Seeing eye to eye with the, uh, the no. blind blind tags. Yeah, I, I want to say a few things about this match. One, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love FTR's entrance music. It reminds me that I'm watching like some crazy eighties like <laughs> random ass show. You know that that just like if you watch it now, it's so oddball. But in the eighties, it was so in. Yeah, um, <laughs> it just reminds me of something like that would have been like. This might not make sense to anybody that's not in the UK, but like on like um, <laughs> on like BBC Two, like mm-hmm. very late in the night, <laughs> just really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. There was also the fact that FTR plus Matt Hardy plus Private Party was a combination. I never thought I'd see. No, so that was different. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, who would have thought that the tag team that are after 
the other tag team's belts aren't going to work well together. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I uh, know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was pretty obvious that was going to happen. Um, yeah. Uh, we knew it was going to get there, and we saw it blow up a little more later. Um, I also want to point out that JR is back in commentary. He is. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, yes. The fact that they they saved his entrance, uh, his his intro music and stuff of him coming in for mm. live TV because that's something yeah. they do. You know, you do that before the show starts. I mm-hmm. loved it. They gave him that moment. Um, yeah, it's cool. Awesome to see yeah. him back. It is. All right. So the next match was your boys Eddie Kingston and Boy. Santana and Ortiz uh, taking on 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, and it was. It was it was 2.0 and Dana Garcia still in another victory in, mm. in, in a match involving Eddie Kingston and he didn't yeah. look he didn't look happy about it at all. No. But the big talking point coming out of this one is going to be the return of Chris Jericho because afterwards 2.0 and Dana Garcia were beating down Ortiz. Uh, Eddie Kingston was injured. He was trying to make his way over there. Jericho comes out. Craig goes crazy. Clears the ring, <laughs> but he never. The thing was, and somebody pointed this out to me on Twitter also last night, that he never went to check on Ortiz. And Eddie looked perplexed (laughs) of why Jericho was even out there. Uh, So you you have this, which, you know, we had a feeling something may happen. So now Mm -hmm. we have this tension between Jericho and Eddie Kingston. There was never any love loss there anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Let's be honest. But now you have a legitimate them tonight mm. see eye to eye and Santana Ortiz are kind of in the middle yeah um, so what about this match and what about the post-match I love the fact that Eddie Kingston is just like no I just hate Daniel Garcia so I don't really care about the match I just want to kill him mm-hmm. and that's literally all he focused on which I completely honestly relate to because like <laughs> you know when you're on them moods and literally you just see red and the one person that you want to have a go at is like surrounded by the people, and you're just like, no, out my way, I'm, I'm having you, you are my problem. <laughs> um, so I completely honestly sympathize with Eddie Kingston and 100% get that. Um, so yeah, this was this was fun. And look, Eddie is Eddie, he's always going to be, you know, a bit unhinged in anything that he does, and one of the reasons why I love him. Um, <laughs> The whole Chris Jericho thing. Look, I am slightly perplexed with the whole Chris Jericho thing. Eddie Kingston obviously isn't impressed. He was there for Santana Ortiz, but just seemed to rather enjoy the pop instead of actually helping. Mm -hmm. And I know Mm -hmm. this is probably, like, obviously we don't know where Mox is back, but I generally, like, in the back of my head was like, would Mox come out now? Like, I don't know if he's like ready to come back or anything, but my thought was obviously Mox because when Mox was in the Barbed Wire death match, Eddie came out for him. That was just my thought process, but obviously he's obviously not ready to come back yet, which is 100% fine. Um, I just, I'm just wondering where the whole Eddie Kingston not happy with Kiss Jericho thing might go. I'll tell you what, though, is we're we we've praised this MJF CM Punk Mike battle, yeah, uh, that's been going on, and it's it's really really good. 
is something we wanted. I think an underrated thing would be, and it's crazy we would underrate it, but <laughs> we might overlook the possibilities of Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston mm. for going head to head on the mic in the coming weeks. Yeah. That, if that, if it comes to that, and it probably will, that could be a show stiller for Dynamite or Rampage yeah. or whatever. But I also think it will be a show seal, but I think they are both, they do promos very different. They Jericho do. kind of makes it all fancy mm-hmm. and like, you know, has like, you know, yeah. innuendos and like, you know, mm-hmm. he does. playing yeah. things off. Where Eddie Kingston is literally just like cuts to the core of what he wants to say yeah. and just blurts it out. So that'll be an interesting dynamic because Punk and Eddie's promos the type they do are quite similar mm-hmm. where are. Jericho and Eddie are complete polar opposites in the style type thing for me. Absolutely. So just to see Jericho trying to like insult Eddie with some clever technical thing and Eddie just like, oh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just like nah. completely goes for Jericho's juggler um, vocabulary. Um, yeah. I, I want I'd love to see that because Yep. It's just one of them things you can just imagine that Eddie will somehow come out looking ten times better than Jericho in this situation. Yep. Well, this is completely honest. I mean, Jericho, there's probably a lot of ammo for Kingston to use both oh, yeah. professionally and personally against Jericho mm-hmm. in promos. You know, I'm yeah. sure they'll work together on that, but uh, there's a, there's opportunity for some some serious venom. Yeah. That, uh, to make us go, ooh. <laughs> mm. oh, I'm kind of uncomfortable. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, that should be that. very interesting. And speaking of things to look forward to, MJF, Spears, and Wardlower backstage. And, you know, of all the things that were said in this, this segment, the treatment of MJF, of how he treated Wardlow, is really the, the talking point here. Because apparently there is another uh, face of the revolution ladder match coming up. The winner yeah. of the title and MJF contractually has it in the a contract, according to um, Sterling, his, his lawyer and also the lawyer uh, manager type of, of Jade. Yeah. That apparently in his contract that Wardlow has to, if MJF says so, relinquish the TNT title or any title to MJF. Yeah. <laughs> so, so MJF has aspirations now of going for the world title and via Wardlow going for the TNT title. I love the fact that there's one thing I love about this at AEW is we have not seen MJF and Mark Sterling together since the whole mm-hmm. Mox thing. I love the fact that it's still in their like kind yeah. of canon mm-hmm. that these two are connected um, because I'm not saying one company, but other companies mm-hmm. would not make that kind of link up. Um, yeah. He can I have also, multiple jobs yeah. or multiple clients. It's yeah. okay. I also yeah. love the fact that <laughs> Sean Spears is just, when Mark Sterling was reading out the contracts, Sean Spears is behind him going, no, 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 get on with it, get on with it, that thing. And then, and then, like, it would start to talk, Mark Sterling started talking about Jade, and MJF was like, yeah, right, okay, whatever. Spears, and he went, right, get out. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I love Sean Spears' character, right? I adore it. But I do feel like 
Wardlow is kind of like, you know, like where people like where you get angry and people say, "All right, just count to ten, it'd be fine." I feel mm-hmm. like Wardlow's counting to like a thousand right now, and he's just like nine hundred and ninety-six, nine hundred and ninety-seven. And he's just getting more and more annoyed. And it's just going to be one thing that's just going to tip him. Pretty soon he's going to be 999 and a quarter, yep. 999 and a half. Yep. I'm trying oh, to give you so a little. Good. I so um, can't wait for it. Yep. And somebody who definitely could have waited for Wardlow was Colin Delaney. Oh, what a poor guy. I'm so poor sorry. Colin Delaney. Uh, <laughs> He was a victim of Wardlow in the next match, which was a symphony of power bombs from Wardlow, which mm-hmm. which which Sam Spears was not pleased with. He, he yeah. wanted Wardlow to just do one, uh, but then afterwards, though, after Delaney managed to make it to his feet and was on his way out, I love that Spears, as if he had to sneak up behind him, yeah, you know, hits him with the chairs like I got it. Like, he's so proud. Like, I, I got Colin Delaney with a chair. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm really loving Spears' work. Uh, oh, his, I, his, I literally adore him right now. He's like, I think he's at his best right yeah, now. He's, that like I think really he's really underrated as well. Mm-hmm. Um, But I also love the fact that, do you remember when he came out with the chair and sat down and had a snack? Yeah. Well, this time he came out with a chair, sat down and had a carrot. Um, which I love because he then he then tweeted a little emoji of a carrot. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> because why not? Because he's Sean Spears, and he yep. was eating a carrot. <laughs> exactly makes perfect I just sense. Love that! Oh, seriously, Sean Spears every single week on my TV, and I will be a happy little bean. Yep. I think they got something good right now with the word love and spears. Oh, yeah. just, I, I have a feeling it's not going to last no. quite long enough, uh, but let's let's all enjoy it while we can because I got a feeling it'll be gone soon. Yeah. Um, then we got a promo from Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby <laughs> Fish, and the Young Bucks, which it wasn't oh, much of the Young Bucks. So or, awkward. Yeah. It wasn't so much with about Bobby Fish and the Young Bucks, though, because they were all eventually asked to leave because uh, O'Reilly wanted to have some words with Cole and it was basically about kind of acknowledging their past from NXT yeah. which is what you know, AEW is good about that. They're good about acknowledging mm. their past. And it's another example without saying it, they're just saying hey look, I yeah. know we've had issues. I know Bobby Fish has got my back. This is Kyle O'Reilly speaking, saying I know Bobby Fish has got my back, but Adam Cole I want to see if you got my back. You know, that's that's yeah. the question going into that main event. So, I did see some people on Twitter kind of like, and I, I kind of sort of get this, that the whole Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole thing, sort of the whole issue with them, like, you know, kind yeah. of having to go, like, being against each other, sort of should have stayed kind of in it next to Reference it, yes, but if they're gonna lean into it, then they might have to do some explaining, which I don't, I don't think is needed. If that makes sense, I, I feel like we should just, yeah, they've had issues in the past, but let's not go back down the same road that was done in another company. So let's you just don't, kind of. You don't want to see 
Adam Cole versus Kyle Riley this soon. No, no, because yeah, I, th- I think I think we've we've been there. This mm-hmm. is meant to be a whole new thing. Well, we haven't been there. Well, we <laughs> haven't. But I, I, been. I know I know they had a match. I do know they had a it's match. It's happened. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but I just I just feel like. It's all good having the past in canon. I 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I don't think is a good idea is to then take that and just kind of redo it in view. a different way. Yeah. I don't think they are. That's a good point, though. It, uh, I, if they did it, it's it would be something the first time I'm watching so just far. after what happened in that match. Yeah. Good point. Because there was a little, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, speaking of eh, eh, Dan Lambert, <laughs> but <laughs> this went a direction I didn't expect, though. Uh, and uh, so Dan Lambert was out there with Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky again, kind of doing his same sort of thing, but uh, really got on Cody and Brandy. He started running both of them down. Yeah, which I thought, here we go. We're gonna hear Cody's music hit. But no, it was Brandy. Yeah. Brandy came and out. And can I just say, yes. Brandy looks damn good. No, she <laughs> does. having a baby like six months she ago. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't agree more. Um, but I didn't expect to have a Dan Lambert Brandy throw down on the mic. Um, and, and if you had told me on paper, like, if you had said, hey, look, this is what we're going to have tonight, I'd be like, eh, eh, nope. Yeah. Come on up. This wasn't that bad, though. This, no. was, I mean, look, Brandy is. I'm not, and I'm gonna I'm completely honest. And if you're a huge Brandy fan, I'm sorry, but I'm not, and I'm not knocking her ability in the ring or anything like no. that because it's not easy what they do. But of all the females that are in AEW who I want to see in the ring, I'm not a huge Brandy wrestling no. fan as a wrestler. However, she is better on the mic. Than ninety nine percent of the AEW women's roster, and probably a lot of the men's roster too. Yeah, I was going to say probably She's, the whole roster. <laughs> yeah, she is really, really. I, I cannot give her enough credit how good she is on the mic. She she is yeah. very comfortable on the mic and believable. And I thought her yeah. and Lambert, because Lambert is good on the mic too. You know whether you like what yeah, he's saying subjective. or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you made the content of what he says sometimes uh, it questionable, but. He's comfortable on the mic. He, yeah. he, it feels natural. Mm-hmm. So them, they really had a good game plan, how they played back and forth off of what they said. One set up the yeah. other really well in what they did. I really thought the segment went well. Um, but, yeah. you know, still not – you know, it, it was still strange for me to see that. So what did you think about this? Whole thing? Do you know what? When this – obviously, like you, when it started and going on about Cody <laughs> and Brown, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is more than one wrestler. Go, oh, don't. And then Brandy <laughs> appeared, and I was like, huh, not what yep. I expected. Um, and mm-hmm. then I just think the fact that she was just literally, like, he was like throwing insults at her, and she was just like, yeah. Right? <laughs> Started taking <laughs> earrings off, taking the shoes off. And she yep. was going to go. Like, she legit, like, she was just about to launch at him. And then Dustin broke it up and, you know, got knocked out himself. So, mm. but no, the, I, I love this. More Brandy just genuinely, because I think in a way, she got more of a positive reaction than Cody. Mm. 
look, or say I, something. I don't. I don't think it was. I think it's definitely by design for for her to come out and get in this altercation, and Cody never to come out. Yeah, because. I was thinking, I was like, well, okay, if Cody's coming out for the save, they're still trying to they trying to go for this baby face reaction. But he never came Dustin came out. He yeah. never came out. So that's that's fuel for those fans because I did see stuff on Twitter. It's like, how does how does is she out there and, and this man's making yeah. threats to her and, and the husband's not even coming out? I'm like, that's what they want. Yeah, they I want would literally to- beat my husband up if he did that to me. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. He'd be sleeping in the dog bed. <laughs> it, it's but it's definitely something I think they were going for. I uh, also uh, like the fact during Dan Lambert's promo where he started like saying stuff like, you know, uh, Cody get these opportunities because he's friends with Tony Khan. Like the crowd still is cheering for Dan Lambert when yeah. he says these things, and I'm just there going, "This isn't what you want, is it?" Like you literally can just seem like. I'm really trying to be horrible here, but you keep cheering. Yeah. The crowd's like, preach, brother. Preach. The only time, the only time the crowd will boo is when he starts insulting the fans. And he's yeah. Like, it's such a weird thing to see. It's so funny. And Brandy, and Brandy name dropping Paul Heyman, by the way. Oh, and, yeah. And she called Dan Lambert a poor man's Paul Heyman, I think. Yeah. And then, and then Dan Lambert says, I prefer Cornette, honestly. Yeah. Not going <laughs> to boo. <laughs> This that whole yeah, they had some zingers in there. Oh, hundred percent, some, some good stuff. Uh, and then we got a, a video package uh, highlighting the fact that we have Adam Page versus Brian Danielson two coming up next week. I can't believe uh, that's next week. So ready for that match. Oh, hundred percent. How can they top the first? One? Oh. I know how they can top the first one. They can top it by Adam Page winning. <laughs> that's how they can top it. Then we had the final uh, semifinal match, the last semifinal match for um, the TBS title tournament. And it was Jay Cargill getting the victory uh, over Thunder Rosa because, because there was a debut tonight. There was a debut. Mercedes Martinez came out disguised and helped Jade get the victory. And apparently she is aligned with Jay Cargill. I love that. I didn't necessarily love um, Thunder Rosa losing, um, but I, I liked her getting the, Jay getting the victory this way. Yeah. I, love, I love seeing Mercedes Martinez. I've been with her in AEW for so long. So I'm wanting her back because she was there for a cup of coffee. Yep. So she's back and I'm excited to see what I she's I literally doing. saw somebody tweet, oh, because um, there's an account like Cringe wrestling takes or something like that anyway they tweeted out someone's response to mercedes martinez being in all the rest and going oh and nobody works wwe wrestling oh like, come on she was there for like what two months come on <laughs> are, we, are we gonna start God. Are she's we gonna got start... such a large career and she spent two months in like wwe or something are we going to start counting people who attended WWE events? Like, if you're yeah. in the crowd, then I don't know what it is. So was. funny. That's crazy stuff. Anyways. <laughs> that's, a ter- that's, like, that's a terrible okay, take. You're really like, you know, that clutching at straws thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. 
Uh, so Jade versus Ruby Soho in the in the finals of the TBS tournament. Who you got? And now I'm worried because if Jade's got Mercedes Martinez by her side mm-hmm. and Ruby yep. Soho solo, yeah. I've, I've, I'm, I'm officially going Jade with this now. Officially. I still want to say Ruby. Yeah, I know I you th- want to say Ruby. I think if you look at it kind of with your head and not your heart, mm-hmm. you can see all the reasons why it should be Jade. Yeah. Um. So my head yeah. says Jade, and my heart says Ruby. You feel like Ruby really deserves the, the yeah. yeah. You hate to say deserve because she's she's been wrestling longer. She's been put yeah. You know, she's put a lot more time, ring time in. Yeah. But there's there's that part of me, and I got in a discussion with somebody on Twitter last night about it too, who was disagreeing with me about it, which I'm cool with. You know, I, I love just discussing things if yeah. especially especially if we disagree. Sometimes that's good uh, because they don't they didn't believe that Jade is their Jade's too green, and it, but, they think I, somebody like Ruby deserves it. And I told, I get that side of it, and there's part of mm. me that agrees with that. But I'm also uh, the story. I think of Jade winning it, her being so dominant with the help of Mercedes Martinez, and yeah. having them as an act, and yeah. especially with with Mark Sterling doing a lot of the talking and running his mouth with her with the title. That whole package, that three person package, yeah, I think is could really be good for the title for somebody to chase after them to yeah. be the first one to beat Jade and also win that title and the same thing. So, And also, I mean, yes, Jade hasn't wrestled a lot, mm-hmm. but her progress, you literally can't ignore mm-hmm. how yeah. much in such a short space of time she has become like really, really good. Yeah. Um, and yep. the confidence she has to match it is just it just screams some a heel champ. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no way around it. it. And I think what the person too was because they it wasn't like they didn't like Jade. It's, it's no. like they think it's they think it's a little too early uh, because yeah. and it it can damage somebody if you feel like if the fans feel like okay y'all. Are, Strapping a rocket to this person way yeah. too early, and we're not we're gonna push back against this now. So there is a fear, it's kind of protecting Jay by not pushing her too hard, too yeah. fast. Um, personally, I think it's okay. I think I'm I'm in support of her winning the title, mm-hmm. uh, but but I do understand the concerns though. Oh I, yeah, a hundred percent. I get I, I understand that, but mm-hmm. I think I think with someone like Jade. You can 100% rush it, but you can also wait too long. Yeah, true. And why that... All right, she's not over in the sense that she's a face, but why she's got the momentum of actually looking like a legit, mm-hmm. you know, threat. Yeah. Hop on it now. Mm-hmm. And then later on, if she, you know, obviously she's going to improve more. And later on in her career, it's going to... She's going to be able to get another belt, whatever belt it is. And then, obviously, then she, you know, it makes this progress. It just, yeah. For me, it just makes sense because you can wait too long. And mm-hmm. then, like, the kind, then once you give them the belt, it's kind of like, well, yeah. why? 
Um, yep. I think that sort of started what to happen with Britt Baker. They waited so long to put it on her that mm-hmm. she was healed, but then when she won it, she ended up looking like a face. Yeah. So you just want to be careful of the the dynamic. Yeah, you want to find that sweet spot. Not, not yeah. too early, not too yeah. late, just that Goldilocks zone. Yeah. Kind of um, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, in the next two seconds, the uh, women's division got a little love. Uh, uh, got a, a video package uh, highlighting the a little bit of tension that's going on between between Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch. Uh, oh, please give me it. Yeah, it, even showing some some <laughs> some footage from Dark, and then yep. uh, the footage from Rampage of Layla Hirsch slapping Chris Statlander's hand away mm-hmm. after Chris Statlander beat her. And then we got an advertisement about Britt Baker versus Riho, which will it will be a battle for the AEW Women's Title on the Battle of the Belts, which yeah. will be the first TNT special. Uh, that will happen uh, yep. January 8th. So it's cool seeing those two video packages. Uh-huh. And then we got a CM Punk promo. CM Punk. We did definitely got a CM Punk promo. Yeah, without interruption. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, this promo, first of all, I love him acknowledging JR. Yeah. Uh, and and also acknowledging how much Brody Lee meant to the fans. Those were yeah. things that I loved about that. But um, what did you think about this whole thing? CM Punk is just a completely different class of wrestler. Um, I I know how good he is, and yet every time he does a promo, I'm still amazed how good he is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just like, oh my god, he's really, really good. It's like, yeah, it's CM Punk, what the hell? Um, Exactly. So yeah, I mean, I love this. There's some stuff, obviously, I don't understand because I'm not American. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I was just like, and I was just like, I don't get why the crowd are reacting like that, but ooh. Yeah. Uh, crowd reacting to the Tim Tebow line? Like, yeah, I have no idea what you're uh, about. Um, <laughs> it's a football. An, I may, I may an, Amer- an American football. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love the fact that he basically... As I said, MJF has literally, you know, he's done with him. Um, and because they're both going to be going after the same thing, he may see him again. So, and I do love the fact that he was just like, yeah, um, MJF uh, laced up his running shoes. <laughs> oh, I, I, I adore that guy. He's brilliant. I love, I love the fact that, that Punk called MJF the... With the embodiment of a Twitter troll, I think. Yes. Something like that, which was great because I think we've described him that way on the show. Before. Oh, 100%. Uh, See, I'm yeah. fun listening to the podcast. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Um, but yeah, it, it, I love that Punk, he keeps alluding to the fact that he's going to go after gold. Uh, and, yeah. And, and like you said, MJF also is going to go after gold. So. You think if it's not going to happen soon, it's going to. This is going to come back, and it could be. It could be vying for a shot at the world title at some point. Yeah. That, that could be what this leads to before Revolution. Possibly, this could determine who's mm-hmm. going to face Hangman at Revolution for the world title. Is it going to yep. be Sam Punk or is it going to be MJF? I mean, that's you know, I'm not saying where, where this is going to lead, but it, it, there is a path to get there. Possibly. Oh yeah. So. I mean, Watch. I, I'm i looking forward to 
legit whatever happens. But I also love the fact that everyone was like, oh, I can't wait for CM Punk and MJF to have the battle. And mm. I love the fact that AEW is like, oh, you won that, do you? You'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. cheers, TK. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> as long as it's not as long as we wait for Hangman, I'm good. <laughs> Three years later. Uh, yeah. Still waiting. Still um, waiting. Guess who's got a target on their back? Who? Dante Martin. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, Team Taz has a target on his back, and Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs were talking about that, uh, that they're not going to forget how Dante Martin did Team Taz. So, um, and, 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 and if he's got Powerhouse Hobbs after him, <sighs> um, dude. At least he can run really fast. That's good. He's yeah. quick. And so. he can jump really high. Yeah. Uh, That's going to help. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Uh, but it's, it's, it's not looking good for, for Dante. No, it's not. It's not. Um, I feel quite sorry for him right now. He literally must be like, <laughs> just imagine him like, kind of like, every time he walks around a corner, there's like a shadow. He must be like, Oh, it's not hard, thank God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That was just Wardlow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're not after me right now. That's good. Hey, uh, can I hire you for some protection? <laughs> Dude, you can't afford me. Yeah. Uh, when this thing with you and MJF blows up, like, could you be my accountability buddy? <laughs> not doing that anymore. No. All right. Sammy Guevara. Um, oh, it's- Sammy. At first, I was like, uh, he was, out, you know, he just lost the TNT title to Cody in a, in a, in a hard-fought match. And I said, now he's going to come out and do the cue card things? Eh, like, this is a little yeah. too cute, cute coming after this loss that should be devastating. But then when you start seeing the cue cards, it kind of won me over. Because yeah. with those cue cards, he's letting us know he's going to be going after the TNT title again. That that's his his New Year's yeah. resolution is to get the TNT title back. Mm. Um, so okay, I was I was okay at first, eh, but then I was okay with it after after I saw. Yeah, I, I sort of like forgot all about the cue card thing because we've not seen it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it is what it is. It's it's not like you know a highlight, but you know it's no. there. It's, it's a way of getting a promo in without actually getting it's, a promo It's in. also really weird for me because obviously it happens in like your ad break where yeah. for like us on fight, it's we just... literally just see it as like an actual yeah. full screen thing. And I would say going, just get a, just get a mic and tell us. Just yeah. get a mic and tell us. <laughs> and if we're in America watching, we're like, what is he saying? Just put some subtitles on. <laughs> I'm watching a toilet paper commercial. I want to know what Sammy's saying. <laughs> so we got, we found out that Hikaru Shida is <sighs> one. We we'd already heard that that Serena Deeb was not done with Hikaru Shida, and yeah. so this was Hikaru Shida, Shida saying, "Okay, you're not done. That's cool. We can do this again." You know. <sighs> so I we're, we're, love this so much. We're gonna, we're gonna get Shida Deeb four apparently. Seriously, uh, like there aren't many this... matches that I want to keep happening over and over. No. This is one I'm okay with. Seriously, yeah. just let them keep having this feud for like all eternity. Um yeah. and also I love the fact that she just seems so confident 
mm-hmm. in this entire like feud she's got going. And do you know what? I think her was actually really amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Considering yeah. English isn't her first language, she got across pretty much how she felt. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I look. I've not always been a huge fan of Sheeta, and I think it's just because she always seemed a bit quiet, especially mm-hmm. like in like the beginning of AEW. But since she's lost the belt and she's gone into this program with Serena Deep, I'm telling you, she's like really changed my opinion. Yeah. Um, 100%. I, and the way I've seen her in that promo, I was just like, my brain then was like, she's really, really good as like um, the face wrestler. But could you imagine as a heel? Mm, yeah. Oh, lovely. It's going to be fun when that, when that happens down the road. Mm. Then we had uh, Tony Schiavone in the ring with Brian Pillman Jr. for an interview. And uh, I noticed pretty quickly Tony Schiavone disappeared away from yeah. Pillman Jr. Because anytime somebody's feuding with or has an issue with Malachi Black, you probably want to just stay steer clear when they're in the ring, yeah. the lights could go out and you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the middle of Brian Pillman speaking, which he had a fiery promo, which I enjoyed, um, uh, the lights did go out. Malachi Black was on the ramp this time, though, just pointing at um, Pillman Jr. And then mm-hmm. the lights went out and Malachi was gone. So how did you like this? this I like this up until the fact that after we saw Malachi Black and then the lights went off, they turned the lights on too early yeah. and you actually saw him walk away. And yeah. I was just like, ah, and the illusion gone. <laughs> there, part of me like hated that because I was like, oh man. But, but part he of me walked. Yeah. But part of me was happy for it though because I don't like, you, you know, I, I don't, yeah. I'm not a fan of the supernatural stuff. So, um, at least I don't want to see it in AEW. Uh, yeah. I have been a fan in the past, but when they said he just appeared out of nowhere, I went, "Oh, come on! Don't start doing the like he's <laughs> some kind of magic guy." And then, so, so part of me when the lights came on, you could see him walking. Like, okay, cool, it's not magic. Everybody saw him walking. <laughs> he's not supernatural. He's just a dude walking out of a tunnel and turned the lights off. That's it. Okay. So. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's just the way he walks <laughs> off. And you just saw like a little bit of his cape like flapping behind him. Yeah. And I can like... just imagine him walking down the stairs going, Right, well that's me, Don. I'm off to catering. And I'm just there going, and the magic's gone. <laughs> or or he or he walks down there and he's like, Well, that went great. And they're like, Yeah, uh, check this out. And he's like, Are you serious? Do you want me to go I back out and do it again? I didn't even have pants on, man. <laughs> They saw he me with just, my pants off. It was just so random. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, great. I don't <laughs> know where Griff or uh, Julia Hart is, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I got a feeling we're gonna figure out more with the Julia Hart thing down the road. It's gonna be. Yeah. I'm hoping that pays off. I just cause... can't wait to see uh, Malachi when they turn the lights on too early when he's walking to the ring and he's just like. <laughs> 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 He's checking his phone. Yeah. He's, he's got it on dark mode, by the way. So he's, just, he's just calling his missus. Yeah, I'm just going to do this promo. And then I'm, oh, the lights are on. Hello. Oh, crap. <laughs> uh, 
good. All right. Wrestling so, wallsies. Yep. Rest. Uh, we're going to get Anthony Bowens versus Darby Allen on Rampage. And we got dueling promos between them. So how did you like these, these promos? I have a problem with you, Anthony Bowens. Don't you <laughs> dare use my chemical romance's name in vain. You will fight a horde of Eldremos. <laughs> I was so hoping you would hit on that. <laughs> when I heard him say that, I was like, oh, she is fuming somewhere right now. Or, oh, yeah. Elmos that are in our 30s that remember that high of our chemical romance do not <laughs> like them being used against us. We had enough of it in high school. <laughs> in college. Um, uh, yeah, my chemical romance are awesome and they don't wear face paint, so... Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, this is going to be good, but yeah, um... Just don't bring um, our savior Gerard Way's name in vain. Thank you. <laughs> That's all yeah. I have. That's it. All right. Uh, we have the main event: <sighs> Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> versus Orange Cassidy, Trent Barretta, mm. and Chuck Taylor. And it was um, the. Era Undisputed. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah. Era Undisputed getting the victory. Um, it was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And they came out, speaking of, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly came mm-hmm. out to a Red Dragon theme. Mm-hmm. So Red Dragon, who they used to tag under this name, are officially yep. back, which is, you know, as great as this tag division is in AEW. It yeah. just got better. <laughs> yeah, we just upped the ante a little bit. Um, that was cool. Uh, Adam Cole did come out to his own music, um, yeah. but they looked great out there together. It was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly getting the victory in the end with their tag team finisher. Afterwards, though, a little bit of uh, mm. a little bit of tension as uh, the Bucks, because the Bucks and Cutler did come out to help them get the victory. Um, yep. And it was Adam Cole leaving with the Bucks on the ramp and. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly left in the ring and at the show. Well, Kyle O'Reilly did accidentally kick Adam Cole in the face, so... That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't annoy you, what will? Um, it was an accident. I know, but you know what Adam Cole's like. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, first of all, how amazing are they when they do the poses together? It's like yeah. some, like... Do you remember, like, on old video games, like, Street Fighter, and it was like, hoodie, and they were just, like, <laughs> posing, just, like, slightly moving. Oh, yeah, so good. Um, yeah, um, this was really fun, and I love the fact, and I'm, I won't mention names, but some weird WWE lovers on Twitter seem to think that Tony Khan is, um, just taking what Triple H created and doing the same thing and kind of going, Triple H made Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, whoever thinks that, they were in Ring of Honor as a tag team. They've been together since 2012. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> check your facts but, before you start. <laughs> but even if, even if that's the case, I mean, even if, if, it's, if, if you look at it from a standpoint of, like, you're just taking what, what, what was created in WWE. Yeah. Well, the thing is, WWE had that. 
Yep. And they let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't if if and if it was if it's if it's a combination of people that worked. Yep. Don't just not do it because somebody else did it. Like if it's it, it, fans love that. And yep. WWE in my opinion dropped the ball on yep. that faction on that group. So yep. That's that's not Tony Khan's fault. Nope. <laughs> it's not and the fans shouldn't be deprived of seeing these guys together who they love seeing together. Yep. Just because somebody else dropped the ball on it. Yep. He picked up the ball. He picked up the ball, man. He grabbed the ball. Let's play ball. Let's do it. You know, he saw the just... ball roll to his feet and he went, I'm having the yeah. ball. Let's pick it up. Let's go. Yeah, we should applaud that. Not, <laughs> not, I don't, I don't know. I just don't get that. I just, that mindset. And uh, I know it just it, makes me laugh. I know it's internet trolls and a lot of them probably don't even mean half the stuff they say. They just do it to get comments and likes and reactions and arguments with people just like argue but and this is kind of what i'm doing now i'm sort of arguing with them without arguing with them um, because i hate those i hate getting into those things on twitter but yeah come on man every twitter troll out there that likes to put these you know little um tidbits out i want to let you know one thing Uh i will never ever block you Unless you say something, actually, no, I'll never block you. I'll mute mute you, but I won't block you. But I just want you to know that everything you say that I see, I laugh at. So <laughs> I I find it really funny that like it's wrestling. Everybody yeah. needs to just chill and like yeah. what you like and move on. And um, so. I, I do see what you say, and I don't quote treat you. I don't retweet you. I don't comment. What I do is screenshot it and send it to Woody, and we have a good laugh together. So just so you know, that's true. That is, I can, <laughs> ver- I can verify. True. I don't know how many times I've gotten screenshots. I'm like, oh my god, that is the worst take I've ever. <laughs> what an idiot. So yeah, just so, so you know. Yeah. We are laughing, but we're, we're not we're, letting you know we're laughing. We're laughing at you, not with you. Yeah. Officially. But how how weird is it um, that the last Dynamite on TNT, uh, you know, for since the beginning of, of Dynamite, we until recently, we've been going head-to-head with NXT. So the, the last episode of dynamite on tnt was won by realistically the undisputed era yep (laughs) they won the last match of dynamite on tnt how crazy is that it's It's just poetry it is it's it's crazy Um, but remember it wasn't a sprint it was a marathon so oh see what you did there yeah yeah all right so (laughs) So, I'm in one of the moods today, if you've not noticed. <laughs> she is on fire. I'm in a spicy mood. <laughs> fire. It's great. Love it. I love that almost as much as I like this Dynamite. Um, yeah. Yep. So, awesome episode of Dynamite. Fun. The last one for TNT. Mm-hmm. Moving to TBS. So, looking forward to Rampage this, this Friday or tonight. I always forget when the show goes out. Yeah. Well, you're the one that puts it out. I know. I know I'm an idiot. Um, 
<laughs> so, yeah, looking forward to Rampage and looking forward to the TBS debut of Dynamite next week. Um, yeah, but before you go, don't forget to give us give us those follows on Twitter if you don't follow us already. Uh, Why you don't follow, you follow us? I know. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, you can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at Let the Beer Play, And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Uh, Bye-bye. Yeah, I I can read. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a test to make sure you Brits can still read. Yeah, we can definitely read, dude. Okay. (laughs) We taught you how to read. Burn. <laughs> ah, trying to put myself out.